Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a crowd podcast. Hello, before we start quizzing with this week's guest, we have something very exciting for you. It's a giveaway. We have a huge snack box from Mr. Filbert's filled with delicious things and a big fat quiz book so you can hold your own quiz night. All you have to do is check out our Instagram page for the details at quiz chat repeat. It's running from the 29th of March to the 9th of April. So get in there quickly to win at quiz chat repeat. On with the quiz. This is Quiz Chat Repeat, the podcast that could hopefully help you learn something, feel good about how clever you are, or potentially just put a smile on your face. And if it doesn't, it's only 15 minutes long, so it'll all be over soon. Hello, I'm Mikita Oliver, and this is Quiz of Your Life. This week's guest taking on questions about himself is James Bug from the Football Book Club. James, how are you today? I am great. How are you? you okay? I'm all right, James. I'm all right. We've learned so many things about each other this week, mainly that mm. you love five-a-side football, which I really respect. Thank you. <laughs> you like an <laughs> escape room, which I think is questionable. You also um, love to watch an animal rescue video and going to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, do do feel free to ex- explain the escape room, love. Uh, well, I, th- I think, first of all, that, that you pretty much have nailed my entire personality in four things, though, which is pretty good. Um in terms of, I, I, I just like a bit of a riddle. Mm. I like a bit of a puzzle. I know I haven't necessarily lived up to that with some of my answers and the quizzes so far, but <laughs> I do, in general, I like to put my brain to work. You so, need to go yeah. on Crystal Maze, don't you? That that would be my show. Yeah, that would totally be it. Okay, it's Thursday, which means 12 uh, questions very loosely based on your life. Let's quiz, James. Let's do it. Question number one, if you could be any creature, you'd like to be a tiger. So which country is home to the largest number of wild tigers in the world? Okay, so uh, so they're only in Asia, I think, tigers. Uh-huh. Uh, you get like Siberian tigers in Russia, but I'm pretty sure, I hope India is the country with the most tigers? Absolutely correct, James. Most of the world's tigers live in India with a population between 2,600 and 3,300. Ah, It's good. Nice. It still sounds like there's a few of them. It's good. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, though, there's like, where I'm from, there's like 125,000 people in Chelmsford. So that's like <laughs> one tiger per... One oh, tiger per Chelmsford uh, dwelling person. 60? One in 60? <laughs> one in 60. That's not enough. I don't think anyone in Chelmsford wants a pet tiger <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Uh, you'd be surprised. You'd be yeah. surprised. Question number two. There's a lot two. of things in Chelmsford market. I love Chelmsford. We'll talk about that later. Please. Um, <laughs> question number two. You wanted to be a paleontologist when you were younger. Can you tell me which fictional dinosaur of the 50s was dubbed King of the Monsters? Oh, fictional dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So that okay i'm guessing king of the monsters refers to a japanese dinosaur called godzilla 
I think it was Japanese, right? I never knew it was Japanese, but the correct answer is absolutely Godzilla. First, first screen appearance of Godzilla was uh, so far back, 1954. Very Imagine if I've just got that totally wrong. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> when did Godzilla did. become Japanese? <laughs> it very much originates from Japanese films. You're beyond right. Absolutely Great. on the money. Do I get an extra things. point? No, let's not be ridiculous. Uh, okay. Yeah, Question number three. The soundtrack to your life would be the White Stripes album, Elephant. The mm-hmm. single, I Just Don't Know What To Do With Myself, is a cover. Do you know who sang the original, James Bug? Yes, I think I do. Because I remember my mum, I remember playing the cover and my mum fuming about it when I played it in the car because she liked the original so much. And she was just like, ah, what's this blaring guitar going on? And I'm pretty sure it's Dusty Springfield. Your mum had good taste. Absolutely correct. Dusty Springfield. Question number four. One of your most treasured possessions is a signed Spurs shirt from the 99 League Cup winning team. Yeah, we haven't got much to celebrate, so that's the last thing. That's one of the the last two things we've won. Well, which Premier League team currently has the most League Cup titles with eight? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Mm. So I know Man City have won it a lot the last few years. They've won it about four times, but have they? Would they have won it the most in total? It's definitely not Tottenham. Could be Chelsea. Oh, only right yeah if only but no we don't it's not for us it's not for us <laughs> winning's not for us winning not winning. for us yeah. <laughs> that's not really what it's about for uh, Tottenham <laughs> um, I don't know I, I generally am not too sure about this uh, I, I was I don't want to say City I don't think it is City I think probably is Chelsea Incorrect. The correct answer oh. is Liverpool. Oh, okay. with with eight titles, Man City are right under them with seven. Ah, okay. So. Yeah, thinking about it, actually, it probably wouldn't be Chelsea. God, Liverpool. Oh, it wasn't. I was wrong. No, so, it wasn't yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> <at all. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question number five, James. Someone at the BBC once said that you look like a young, a young in his prime, Tony Blair. Mm. And sadly, it's stuck a bit. <laughs> in what year did Tony Blair become leader of the Labour Party? It was quite a year. Oh, leader of the Labour Party. I know he became Prime Minister in 97. It'd be 95 or 96, I'm assuming. Unless he became it straight after the election in 92. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I was like four or five years old. Um, 90... I hope my politics, philosophy and economics degree doesn't come up later. Oh, dear. I'd like you to get this right then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, 95? Oh, the correct answer is 1994. The year Tony Blair became the leader of the Labour Party and changed the world forever, kind of. Thank you, Tony. Question number (laughs) six. You went to the same school as Joe Thomas, who plays Simon in The Inbetweeners. Love that guy. Yeah. So can you tell me, what's the name of the school in The Inbetweeners, the fictitious school? Oh, my gosh. I I don't think I've ever known that. I've watched the Inbetweeners. I probably, I'm sure I've watched every. It's on every night on E4 <laughs> for about six hours. Uh, <laughs> so I, I generally don't think I know what the, the school is called in there. So I, there's no point in me even guessing. Okay, we I'm, can I'm pass. Out. You can I'm be out. out. Yeah. The great answer is Rudge Park Comprehensive. And I would just like to know from my own personal life, what's the name of the school that you and Simon went to? Uh, we I mean, joke. To... <laughs> yeah, I, I went along with it as well. Uh, it's called King Edward the Sixth Grammar School. So, nice, yeah. nice. A kegs, one of those King Edward ones. There's loads of them around the country. I love that, a kegs. All right, question number seven. Your first job was helping run the family's pitch and putt business. Wow. Mm. Yeah. 
That's me. That is so fun. I love <laughs> Pitch and Putt. So Pitch and Putt is the business, uh, the world you come from, your childhood. But what uh-huh. bird is used to describe a golf score of three under par? Okay, so it's a birdie is one under. Two unders an eagle and a three under is a bigger bird, uh, the albatross. Absolutely correct. I would have never known that, but you, I didn't grow up in a pitch and putt business, you know what I mean? <laughs> Question number eight. You once had an audition for the musical Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But complete this final lyric for me, James, from the title song's chorus. Yeah. Bang Bang Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, our fine blank blank friend. Oh, no. I was hoping friend would be the bit. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever knows what they say. I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's sing it together. Bang, 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 chitty, bang. bang, bang. Oh, fine. I was going to say say something about feathers, but it's not feathers. There's no feathers on that car. I can tell you four is correct. Yeah, I did think it was four something. Four... What's going to be on this car? Wheels? Cars have got wheels. It can't be four-wheeled, friend. Four... Fendered? Yeah, exactly. Correct. Is that right? There we go. Four Fendered is the correct answer. Question number nine for James Berg on his quiz of his life. One day you'd love to go to Korea, but can you Mm. tell me, James, what four letters make up the official name of North Korea? Is it DRPK? Is that the wrong order? DPRK. There you go. DPRK. Absolutely correct. Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Is that right? It's not something. It's absolutely correct. That's exactly what it is. Correct answer. DPRK, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Nicely played, James. Thank you very much. Last few questions in the quiz of your life. Question number 10. Film-wise, you're a big fan of anything Judd Apatow has created. Not anything. Quite a lot. Not anything. There's, There's quite a lot of rubbish there's also quite a lot of really good stuff so for one point can you name any film that he's written produced and directed okay uh yes so so i'm pretty sure he did that for knocked up he's so clever he did yeah that's so well written i have to say yeah i liked knocked up then he also did it for do i have to name more yeah no you don't that's your one point i think also 40 year old virgin and this is 40 he did this is 40 and funny people and yes funny people and then of course the king of staten island can i just say funny people is Mm. extraordinary it's weird it you think it's a certain film that it turns into a completely different film it's actually quite dark yeah i haven't watched it i think i saw it at the cinema years ago and i've I've got it on dvd but you know who plays oh my goodness well what are you gonna play that on i'm gonna struggle but um it's yeah it's a very it was it's quite dark and quite sad and long i remember being very long yes it's very long all right question number 11 the first gig you ever went to was the darkness in 2003 was that at (laughs) chelmsford stadium no there is sadly no stadiums in chelmsford uh it's uh where was it it was at wembley arena oh right Big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forget they were quite big. Yeah. <laughs> so for two points, can you name the two Hawkins brothers that play in the band? Oh, Justin's definitely one. Mm-hmm. Justin Hawkins is the main chap. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, I haven't thought about this so long. Is it Dan? It Dan is Hawkins? Dan. He was fit. He was the fitter one, yeah. actually. Yeah, he was pretty handsome. He was yeah. really handsome. That isn't why I went to go see them age 12, I think. <laughs> you were there for Dan. Yeah. yeah. Dan's cheekbones. Yeah. All right, the correct answer is Justin, lead vocals and lead guitar. Dan, rhythm guitar. Question number nice. 12, your final question in the quiz of your life, James. Oh, no. You once received a poster for the Godfather film from your university <laughs> friends who thought it was your favourite film, even though you'd never seen it. Yeah. 
I'm back. Bad friends, right? Yeah, it's like you don't even know me. <laughs> yeah, very embarrassing. Can you name all three actors who were Oscar nominated for Best Supporting Actor for three points from the Godfather film that we've discussed? Have you have you seen it yet? Uh, yeah, I have seen it since. So I think Marlon Brando must have won Best Actor. Oh, he was at, it, so correct. He oh, did win best. He actor. did. Then, so I can't remember if uh, Al Pacino was up for best supporting or best actor with him, but I think oh, three actors for mm. best supporting actor. Uh, Robert Duvall. Oh, well done. The one that's toughest to get. Absolutely, Robert Duvall uh, nominated for playing Tom Hagen. Yeah, he was. He's like the accountant or something. Isn't yeah. He, I um, was Al Pacino up for best supporting actor then as well? Absolutely, Al Pacino for my playing, of course, Michael Corleone. Yep. And oh, James Khan. Correct, yes. James. Nice. Come on, Come on. Uh, Sonny Corleone. He dies, doesn't he? Doesn't yeah, he, he does. Really gets, yeah, he kind of gets shot at, like one of those little uh, booths. Yeah, the little uh, crossing oh, booth. Yeah. Oh god, out. it's horrible. It's very bloody. It's really yeah. bloody. And can I just ask, Robert Duvall? Is he horsehead? Does he have to deal with? You the forget this isn't my favorite film. I can't remember who has the horse head in the bed. Uh, I just always feel for that person because it's just so dark. Yeah, you would imagine waking up to that. <laughs> Nightmare. Okay, your score after that round, James, is oh my god, twelve points. Very good. Out of fifteen. Okay, that's good. I'll take that. Really good. We'll talk James through his points after this break. Hello. Um... Hello there. What voice do you want me to do? We'll do a little bit. I'll just do my voice. Do your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello, I'm Joe Marlow. People think I hate people, but I don't. (laughs) I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marlow Show. Joe Marlow Show. With new episodes every Wednesday. Twelve points today, giving you thirty-nine points for the week. Very well done, James. I'd love to talk about the football book club. You tell me. You tell me. So uh, it's a uh, it's a book club, but instead of reading, you know, good books, we read footballers' autobiographies. So every week, uh, me and uh, some fellow comedy writers, uh, we read another footballer's book, whether it's. Books that people don't really necessarily know about, like Yertsy Dudek's A Big Pole in Our Goal. There's only one Neil Redfern, Darren Huckabee's Huck's The Life and Times of Darren Huckabee. All these kind of books, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of them. And every week we read another one and have a chat about it, have, have a nice laugh along with it and play some games and that's, that's the show. I'll be there. I love Please, that. Please, come on. I love that. Thank you so much, James. That was Quiz Chat Repeat. We'll be back tomorrow, but here's your last connector question. For everyone at home, the connection between this week's clues will be in tomorrow's episode here it is the clue for today an epic poem written by homer about the hero's journey home from the trojan war an epic poem written by homer about the hero's journey home from the trojan war join us tomorrow for james's request round footballers autobiographies courses courses crowd network a place where you belong.